Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Crusoe kind of leans in. Thought you might like them. They're called hedgehogs. I'm going to name him Fezziwig. What does that say? Just green light. I didn't see who gave it to me. Uh... I guess we look for a green light. This garish green light outside, do you know what that's all about? I don't know, I, I was on my porch and I noticed that he was, it was like he was building something around there. And then last week it was gone. Find the green light and uh, you can be there for the big show. We'll uh, give Gatsby the golden handshake and we'll usher you in. Oh Tom, I just love making out back here. Isn't it just beautiful? Less than five minutes, you guys! Fireworks! Let's go! The three of you are headed to the green light. Quiet lights in the mansion windows are humming out into the darkness, and there is a stir and bustle among the stars. Clocks from within begin to chime wildly, announcing the end of the hour and the beginning of the impending fireworks show. By this time, the orchestra has arrived onto the terrace. No thin five-piece affair, but a whole pitful of oboes and trombones and saxophones and viols and cornets and piccolos and low and high drums. Bertram and Awen. You both see Penny, disguised as Fagin, ahead of you, walking alongside Jay Gatsby as they weave through the gathering crowd and down a side set of marbled steps leading to the green light at the end of the dock. Two guards stand at the entrance to the dock and they nod and salute to Gatsby as they approach. Uh, oh my god, there's so, I haven't seen you in like, <laughs> in like so many sessions. I would walk, I would, I would hurry up to you, still kind of slinking behind and kind of looking around. Ewan, I, I think they're headed, they're headed towards the, the green light. I think we need to go to the pier outside. Do you, do you, have you heard about a green light yet? They're going to kill, they're going to kill Gat, they're going to kill Gatsby. We got to, we got to figure something out. What? They said, oh, they said I they're going to kill him. I told him that. But also, that fool. But maybe, I mean, I'm supposed to replace him. So maybe we could just, um, I, I, I don't, we got to go. We just got to figure out. We'll play by ear. Oh my God. And then we, and then we, yeah, we book it. Uh, Awen and I book it. As we're walking, as we're walking, I'm like, Mr. Bertram. All right. So they think that I'm like deep in here with the, with the green, with the, uh, you know, the SP, SPH spot, spotted hand. Right. Right. um, I'm, if, if shit goes sideways, I'm just going to turn into a panther or something. (laughs) Cause then they won't, then they won't know who I am. You know what I mean? Cause I'll just be a, an animal. Do you think that's always in the back of Awen's mind? It's like if shit turns sideways, always. turn that's into like a panther. Escape, like I'm yeah, gonna turn into a hawk and fly away. Yeah. <laughs> 
Except I can't fly. It's yet. like break in break in case of emergency. Exactly. It's turn into a panther. Yep, panther time, baby. So as you push through the crowd and you come to the top of the marble steps on the terrace, you know, to one side you see everybody gathered, listening to the music, ready for the fireworks show that's going to go on over the the balconied area overlooking the water. But to the side, the steps go downward, and those are the same steps that you had seen Gatsby leading Penny as Fagin. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Penny? What 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 are, what are you? What's going through your mind? What are you talking about? Um, that's how I saved Ebenezer Scrooge. Great story. It's my favorite. Now tell me, young man. Tell me, what what's a handsome young dashing young man doing with a bunch of creepy old bastards like us? I'm pr- a proud creepy bastard. But well, how did you get mixed up into this nonsense? <laughs> well, it's bored. I, I I've never met anybody that admits to being a creepy bastard. But I Love say time I, and I, proud. <laughs> I have plenty of dealings with people who perhaps are more on the nebulous, dark, shadowy side. Uh, I I procure things. I I traffic things for them. And so really when they offered me the chance to literally repeat the past, well, they had my attention. I have lots of reasons to want to repeat the past and try to do it over. So what they had to offer was almost too good to be true. But you get sucked in more and more. Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense, but you should, uh, uh, you're, you've just got so much of life ahead of you, young man. There's so many, lo- uh, lovely people here. Uh, you should just be careful. These, uh, again, as a creepy old bastard myself, I know these can be rough waters. Um, so just don't find yourself sucked in too deep. I'm trying not to, but seems uh, easier said than done. <laughs> smack, smack on the back. Smack, smack on the back. <laughs> Do you not like my onomatopoeia? I thought I really communicated. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. This is an audio medium, guys. I don't know if you realize. <laughs> um, oh, I no. can just also hit the mic. We're in trouble. You have transported our audience. They are there. <laughs> they are The sound design on the show. Smack, <laughs> smack, tap, tap. Knock, knock, knock. Fully work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, just uh, watch your back, young man. Watch your back. These guys... Uh, Honestly, I'm impressed that I've made it this long. This is a, this is a dodgy bunch. I'm just the dodgiest. Oh, and I, I don't know what to make of that, old sport. It seems like you're telling me not to trust them, but you're the least trustworthy. I, I, it's, I'm kind of put off by that, but, you know, uh, anyways, and, and we've reached the dock uh, after you. And as you roll up to this dock with the green light constantly shining... You see those two guards, and they nod in deference to Gatsby, and they let you pass. And he, he nods to the two guards and then walks a few paces ahead of you, and he reaches a certain slat that if you paid very close attention to it, you would notice it just a slight discoloration setting it off from the rest of the planks on the pier. But after scuffing it with his foot and tapping three times, it pops up to reveal a set of colored buttons. And so he pushes them in a certain order. Go ahead and roll perception to see if you would notice this, what the order is. Uh, unnatural 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you notice that he, he pushes it in the order of green, blue, white, pink. 
And right, once you gonna write it down, hold on. Oh, oh yeah, here come here comes some note taking. <laughs> yes. So once he once he pushes that order in, uh, then he's able to let it go down, and it sinks back down, and then you see the planks kind of recede, and this gaping hole with stairs leading downward yawns before you. Ooh, gaping hole. Like down, there's like so like they're 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 on the pier walking towards the water and like in a combination and it it takes down. Yeah, so it oh, looks cool. like cool. you're going down into the water. Cool, 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 cool. like yeah. a sneaky Ooh, sneak. Like that Swedish restaurant in the water. That Have you one. Seen that? Yes. It's cool. That one. Michelin stars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he uh he kind of gestures once again after you, old sport. Uh. Oldest trick in the book: make the old ugly guy go first, let him die, <laughs> and then just walks. He just walks forward, and he follows you, Bertram and Awen. You make it like within yards of the beginning of the dock, you know, and the two guards are still there, and you see basically just like the top of Penny's head um, going below what looks like the waves. It looks kind of weird, and Gatsby right behind them, and then all of a sudden. They disappear and the waves recede back over. Uh, on this pier, is this pier like elevated? Um, so if someone were to d- jump off the pier, would it be like a long way down? Or is it kind of like... It's somewhat- only slightly elevated. It's like mm. a personal pier gotcha. uh, where you would have a smaller, more leisure boats that could uh, go up to it. You get this pier... A, a hydro- hydroplane. <laughs> you get this pier at the end of the school year when you read like 15 books. It's a, it's a personal pier. Yes. Oh, perfect. Perfect. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I can. What, what do you think we should do? How, how do we how do we get around them? I mean, you could turn into a panther if you want, but that might be jumping the gun a bit. Well, I mean, I'll look around. Are there any other guards besides no. those two? OK, no. Okay. And these two are currently not looking at you. They are distractedly looking up onto the terrace above um, where you see the first of the really the fireworks start to shoot up. Okay. Um, so there are fireworks currently going off. Yeah. They're starting They're They're kind of like just the teaser ones, right? Kind of more sparkly. Yeah. For sure. The, getting the kids going ooh and ah, but yep. no, no willow trees, no faces in the sky. None of that. As um, okay. So as soon as one of the fireworks goes up, I want to cast prestidigitation and make it seem like some of the embers from one of the fireworks fell down and like lit like part of either the house or like the dock on fire so that they like run away and like try to figure out how to put it out. Yeah, you do that. And both of them, you see them freak out at this and they run past you. So they they start to run up that small like cliffside. And then one of them even like pushes against, like jostles you to get out of their way. And then they make it up the stairs to the terrace. Awesome. Well done, Eowyn. Well done. I'm not always a bull in China shop. I was expecting us to have to <laughs> blow up something. Beat him or, over the head or, with a stick. Kill someone. Exactly. Why actually blow something up when you can fake Pretend blow something to. up? That's right. That's not as fun. All right. Let's, let's, let's go after them quickly. And um, as I run down there, I guess we try and like run to where we last saw uh, Penelope uh, or Fagan or whatever. What does it look like now? Does it look like just like the like the the wood of the pier continues on? It just looks like a normal pier. Yeah, it's uh, just 
it, all slats um, are in place. The green light is burning at the end, and the water um, churns kind of choppily up against the wood frame of the pier. Can I do an investigation check kind of around like, the, the point where I last saw her? Yeah, and you, you saw, you would have seen like where they were as it started to open up. So you, I didn't you, see it open up, but I saw like, like the top of their heads just right, like, disappear. Yeah. Like, yeah, kind you of would have seen where they would have been. Okay. So you can definitely investigate that area. Uh, 12. Uh, with a 12, you do see one of the slats is out of place. Like it didn't completely go back down all the way uh, once the button sequence was entered by Gatsby. Yeah, I, I pointed out to Awen uh, like the, the misalignment, the unalignment or whatever of the, of the planks. Yeah, I walk up to it and I like push on it a little bit and see if it, it moves at all. Um, and then like if it, you know, try to pry it a little bit up. Yeah. I, can you do a nature check for me? Sure. Amen? Nature. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You'd think I'd be, I'd have a better modifier. That's a 12. I know. It's like, I'm a druid. For nature, yeah. I am nature, man. With a 12, you hear some kind of snuffling and and scratching right below that gap. And it seems to kind of be budging around. Almost like it's just continually like bumping up and down. Um, Can I do, that's not a cantrip. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, I, I want to do shape water with the water nearby us, and I want to call like a little bit of water uh, from like from the nearby ocean water towards us, and I want to form it into like uh, a little kind of sharp stick, something like that is narrow. Exactly right. So we can kind of pry it underneath that wood slat and try and like lift up to try and pry it open. Yeah, you can way. definitely do that. That you do that, um, and you what you know what you also do, you roll for me. Yes. What do I? Ro- yes. Oh shit. Yes. Please, baby. Oh, it's a one. Yes! Here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I oh. just had to in the middle of going. Yes, I, I realize I have like two sleeping kids in the other rooms. I know. I, I feel have that to bring sure. the volume down. This is so perfect for the. Final. You are so drunk for <laughs> drunk. Um. Okay. Oh, oh no. What is it? What is it? Oh, oh, oh. So I rolled a 65. And it says up to three creatures you choose. Oh, oh, you choose. Within 30 feet of you, take 4d10 lightning damage. Shit. That's a lot. I, I just send it in any direction that's not us. Like, my instinct is not to blast us. So how about this? Okay. You tell me who the three or the two closest people are. That's fine. Yeah. So, okay. So it's going to yeah. be two. Yeah. You see a flamboyantly dressed woman with wild red hair and a finely dressed uh, man with close cropped dark black hair and a small mustache making out on the beach. Wait, is that Nick Carraway and the pea lady? <laughs> no, but we have seen these two already. Okay. We we've seen them enter into the bathroom really, uh, really, oh, really quickly earlier. Oh, it's this couple. As soon as you cast uh, uh, this shape water and this pry bar, you know, hardens in your hands so that you can shift that loose piece of board. You notice 
also just this overwhelming surge of crackling energy starts almost from the root of your feet traveling upwards and out your hands and you know that you have no choice but to let it out or else be consumed by it Mm -hmm. and so without thinking you throw out your arms away from you and awen and a crackling force of lightning energy bursts out of your fingertips and zigzagging through the air it lands on a couple who are rolling in the sand and just sizzles them oh my god i look over awen looks over at bertram and says that's right mr bertram let the hate see through you (laughs) see now what that that's what i was expecting with the two gods not not some two innocent people so sorry i i'm 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 still kind of new to this magic thing Because I think I just killed two innocent people, Awen. Yeah, well, that happens sometimes. God, is this, this is Dungeons and Dragons? Penelope, is this what Penelope feels like all the time? Life is cheap sometimes. <laughs> Life is cheap. <laughs> what what right, kind of nihilistic all right, let's get down <laughs> retreat hardcore. did Awen go what to? What has Awen seen? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> He's just laughing at two people gotten sizzled. <laughs> They, are shouldn't, they like on a bed of glass now because lightning hit yeah. sand? Maybe they'll think yes. it's like it beautiful was beautiful like, sand glass formed around them. Maybe they'll think it was a, a, a firework gone gone awry. Maybe, but what you can also especially after in you front yelled you, at them. <laughs> Sorry, <Kate. laughs> is that is the board in front of you is starting to pry open? So if you you apply a little bit more pressure and the loud snuffling and scratching turns into a little cute squeaking. And as you pry it further, out pops Fezziwig. <gasps> Fezziwig? What are you doing down looks here? Looks like little... somebody fell out of Fagin's uh, pockets. What are you doing down looks here, Looks like guy? somebody dropped their favorite hedgehog so the hedgehog would be safe while going into a scary underwater lair. <laughs> Fezziwig, you were this close to being electrocuted by my awesome power. Hey, he hey, just blinks yell, back is, up uh, at you. Fezziwig gendered? What is Fezziwig? <laughs> Fezziwig's a boy. Okay. Fezziwig doesn't have to be gendered, but Fezziwig, the character, was a boy, and I tend to always buy boy pets, um, and I don't know why. Mm, this, uh, I mean, we could look into that. We could we could read. Yeah, into you that hate a bit. female animals. All right, send your send your emails to uh, Kimmy yeah. dot. Boy <laughs> dogs are typically cuddlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, don't, so Fessy Wing just merely he just kind of rolls into a ball and kind of stares up at you. You see just the the little beady black eyes looking at you, blinking slowly. Can you talk to animals? Can you if you turn into a panther? Can you communicate with? with with, no, with this animal, I don't, I don't think so. Let me if check you my spell. Into a sheet. hedgehog, could you talk to this animal? I don't think so. I don't think that's don't how it wait. works. I've tried that. I think. <laughs> I think so. Uh, um, no. I mean, do you want to grab the? I mean, maybe maybe Fezziwig can guide us to where we need to go next. I, d- I don't know. I'm not sure how intelligent this this creature is. Fezziwig, did you see? Can't be any worse than Pip. Where'd Mom go? Did she go downstairs? He just. Oh my God! What does it do? <laughs> How intelligent is this beast? How about you have, uh, so I, one of us roll animal handling? Maybe. Yeah, both of you can roll animal handling. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna handle this animal. I got a negative one for that. Seventeen. Uh, that was a fifteen for me. It blinks up at you and kind of sniffs the air tentatively and slowly unfurls, 
and then it rolls back up again and drops off of your palm, which hadn't been too far from the ground. Uh, so it plops onto there and rolls toward the loose board, and it starts to dig at it like it's trying to push down. Wait, oh, I thought, we saw, I thought you said we already pried it open. The like board the... was pried open enough for it to crawl open, to crawl out of the open. Oh, but yep. only one slat. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, yeah, it wasn't the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you said that he, if Fezziwig is, is clawing at the other He's planks. clawing at the next plank, and it, almost like he's trying to push down at it. Uh, I, I guess I'll kind of follow his lead, and I'll, and I'll push, as opposed to pulling up, I'll push down, maybe into that next slat that's pushing on? The slat gives, and you hear a slow hissing sound, and then it begins to rise up, and you see a set of buttons. Um, oh, Fezziwig, can you hit the combination? Do you, do you know that? <laughs> no. It looks at you like you're an asshole. Oh my gosh! It looked like, right, w- like warranted, you're an asshole. Warranted. <laughs> oh man, that's a good. That's a good look. Okay, so what are we seeing? What are we seeing in front of us? You see, a, you you see a set of four colored buttons. Uh, you see white, green, blue, pink. Right, I have I, no I, idea how we're going to figure this out. I push them in order to see what happens. Nothing happens. Okay, great. Now, Mr. All right. Bertram. I hit one, 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 one. And then I hit one, 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 two. All right. Um, is there any way I can, I can kind of tell if, like, maybe from dust, if, if, if some have been, like, touched and maybe some haven't to limit, like, the amount of combinations there could possibly be? There's only four buttons? You can roll or? investigation. Oh. oh. Man, I have no idea how the fuck we're going to figure this one out unless we just break the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a 10. Uh, Awen, I'm going to have you roll investigation okay. as well. <laughs> For sure. That's a nat 20, baby. Is it really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, as you're kind of leaning down, because it's only about a yard high, and so you, you have to squat down to look at it. And in doing so, Fezziwig kind of crawls up to you and, and paws at your leg. And if you let him, he will crawl up. Yep, I let him crawl up. Yep, you see him scurry on up, and when he makes it to your knee as you're squatting, he first pushes just the green light. So he does know the combination. Maybe if you wouldn't have yelled at him, Bertram. I had good been scary. You made a scary As soon as he face. presses the green light, <laughs> it recesses and it stays green without giving you an option to press it any further. Ooh, that's nice. Okay, so we know that if we get it in the right combo, it'll stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you got any more in there, little bud? He sniffs your... He crawls towards your pockets to see if you have anything for him. He's sniffing. <laughs> Is Fezzy Wig going to figure this out for us? I pull out some I have no idea butter. how otherwise we would like, just figure it out besides just hitting oh, buttons gosh. or breaking it. Yeah, I was thinking like we could do combinations because we'll, we know for sure we have one, so that limits it to three. I think it's like three Factorio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's still like 27, up. 27 combinations. That's still a lot, but it's easier because we only have to get the next button so we can try. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Then, yeah, then I think we would just start rapidly doing it, like yep. starting with starting with green and then hit the next one. And if that resets yep. it, green, hit boom, green and the boom, next boom, one boom, 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 yep. until we until they all start kind of falling. Yeah, exactly. Place. Yep. So I'm, you know, for the sake of people listening, I'm not going to have you go through every single combination yes, you do. Thank but you. following the Lord. that order, <laughs> following that. You guys are able to figure out the correct order, um, pressing in the green light, then blue, white, and pink. 
and you finally getting them in, they all stick, and that hiss sounds again, and the board slowly sinks down, and you hear this at have you, and the rest of the boards open up to reveal once again that yawning chasm of stairs descending below what looks like the waterline. Uh, I, gr- I scoop up Fezziwig and I kind of move to the side, not going down into it. And I just lower Fezziwig down there. <laughs> oh my god! Lower my arm in there with Fezziwig. Do you, do you see anything, Fezziwig? If you see uh, Penelope, uh, chirp once, m- maybe? He's asleep. Okay. I cast, I cast Pass Without Trace, and then I start walking down the steps. So that gives us... Oh no, is that my is that all my second level spells? Damn, that's rough. Okay. Um Pass Without Trace gives us a veil. It's a plus ten bonus to dex. To stealth oh, to stealth checks. To stealth checks. Yeah, uh, as long as you're mm-hmm. within thirty feet of me. I guess I'll I guess I'll carry <laughs> Fezziwig on my hand as he's asleep. You you have your hood, you can put him in the hood. Oh, that's true. Yes. I will put him in behind in behind my neck in the little hood, the little pouch of the hood. Like people do reverse with their cats at their computers when they have the cat sitting in their hoods. As you descend the steps, you start to hear voices. And the steps are ensconced in shadow enough where if you stay on the steps to a certain point, you won't be seen. Um, But you see that they will eventually level out into what you see is just the floor of a stone cavernous room. And then you start to see the feet of people standing there in front of you. You start to see Gatsby's feet and next to him, uh, Fagin's feet. Um, but if you go any further, then you risk being seen. Is there nothing to like uh, looking around? Is there nothing to kind of like duck behind? No like boxes or anything? At the foot of the stairs, there is a large boulder. Yeah, I, I think I would duck behind that to kind of survey what's going on. Awen, you said that they know you and trust you. Do you think that you can go in there and intervene in the situation? Do I know that Fagin is Penny? I do. Yeah, I obviously know that. Yeah, 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 you would know. You would know. Yeah, that's right. You would recognize. Duh. Um, No, I think I stay. I think I stay with. I I stay with Bertram for sure. Okay. I I'm only gonna pop out if I see one of the homies that I that I saw earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh, smart. Can both of you roll stealth for me then? Yes, with a plus ten. We got we we both have plus ten. Yeah. Yes, you both have it. Yeah, it's a nineteen twenty nine baby. Uh, uh, twenty six. Yes. All right. Yeah. That. But yeah, that is plenty stealthy. You're able to stick to the shadows and duck behind that boulder at the thing. So peeking over, you see a stone room, basically just a, a room that has been built into the stone below the water. And smaller boulders dot the room, recently dislodged what looks like renovations. You still see some scaffolding in there as they are building out. At the far end of the room is a large table dotted with random items on it. You immediately clock some books, a calligraphy set, some other cool things in sacks. Uh, Four casks um, that you can read uh, from there are in one corner. What, for and the what? four casks are labeled casks? mead cask. I don't know like, what that is. Uh, a big barrel. Okay. Uh, so four barrels uh, are labeled mead, absinthe, 
rum, and then one of the, the last, the fourth one is unmarked, and they're gathered in the far left corner. And then in the far right are, far, are four more barrels, each one with the label fireworks. Nice. A pair of enormous bespectacled eyes are carved into the rock wall behind the table. The yard-high irises are glass and painted blue. And they seem to be following different movements around the room. They're moving? Think of like Mad-Eye Moody's eye. Awen, Awen is deeply uncomfortable. He hates Dang. sketchy things like that. <laughs> blue eyes are moving around. Oh, no. <laughs> they kind of look like uh, Cookie Monster's eyes. You know how like they go in different directions. <laughs> I use Mage Hunt uh, to poke its eye. No, yeah. sorry. That's a bad check. <laughs> in a- front of the large table, you see Lord Macbeth and Uriah standing there. And with their backs to you are Fagin and Gatsby. I immediately walk in as soon as I see Macbeth and I say, Excuse me, gentlemen, I think you might have a little bit of a security problem. The stairs here were just left open. Is this intended? Gatsby turns around really quickly. I don't recognize you and had two two of my men stationed up there. It's highly irregular for them not to be at their post, but uh, are, are you with these gentlemen here? I just look at Macbeth. Lord Macbeth slowly nods. Yes, he, he is with us. I was waiting for him. Perfect timing, Reginald. Macbeth also turns to Fagin and kind of nods. Glad you could make it, Fagin. Seems you got my note to meet at the green light. I clearly did. I love notes. Thank you for the note. I am here near a green light. <laughs> I was uh, discussing with Gatsby here uh, the need to move our shipments through here and how we would no longer be needing his immediate services. Indeed. And I was also letting him know that the person to give him his golden handshake would be here soon. Me? I mean, I say that to the DM. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he looks expectantly at you. Reginald, you say you want to join our ranks. You know what we intend to do? Do it. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher. And I'm here at the break to say, first of all, thank you for listening. We are so stoked you're here, and I hope you're having a fun time. Uh, And really, just, I hope we're keeping you on your toes to see what happens next. How will they get out of this bind, we ask? Well, stay tuned and find out. But anyways, yes, thank you for listening to us. uh, And I would love to invite you to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Show. You can email us. Our email is omamamshow at gmail.com. In fact, one of you reached out to us really recently and shared really adorable, cute pictures of your hedgehog, uh, Khaleesi. And we were just so excited that with 
Kimmy's new hedgehog pet for Penny. Uh, and now with Fezziwig here, it made the listener remind themselves of their own pet Khaleesi. And so that got us excited. And I wanted to make sure that Fezziwig appeared in this episode. So there they are. And just examples of that, of you guys reaching out to us saying, hey, sharing yourselves with us, it means the world to us. So please reach out with recommendations, with suggestions, with feedback. We read it. We love it. And really, you are the lifeblood of this podcast. So thank you for that. If you're up to it, please leave us a review. You can go to wherever you listen to your podcast, for example, on Apple Podcasts, and leave us a very quick rating and review. It helps put us out there, helps us with the algorithm gods, and get more people listening. So anyways, if you would take a few moments to do that, it would mean the world to us. So with that, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Oh, oh no. Oh gosh. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Do I see any weapons laying around or like any items that I could use as like a bludgeon? Uh, there are several uh, stones of varying sizes around the room, um, kind of like loose rocks. And you also, I'm looking at like what I have in here. You see, actually, you see a pair of. Elk antlers uh, lying on a small table beside you, kind okay. of like along the wall, more towards your side. And yeah, that's that's all <laughs> I'm going to give you. Yeah, I I um I grab the antlers, I pick them up, and I look at Macbeth and I say, "I'll be happy to give him the golden handshake." And I pick them up and I turn around. Uh, and I just like raise them up over my head. And as I'm raising them up over my head, um, I, I cast hypnotic pattern and out of my eyes, a twisting pattern of colors weave through the air. And, um, I make eye contact with Gatsby and, and I crack him over the top of his head and he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, okay. If if he's like I, I think I I make eye contact with him and I kind of like um open my eyes kind of big a little bit and like kind of emphatically like kind of like go with it. Does that make any sense? Okay. Like, mm-hmm. um, is your intent is your intent to like almost like I'm gonna do something play along exactly to Gatsby? exactly okay. like come on like like play with it for a sec. Um, so I crack him over the head and on a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration and incapacitated with a speed of zero. So I'm going to crack him over the head and he will be incapacitated. Um, uh, but I want him to like, kind of just go with the magic. Okay. That's fine. I mean, he would have rolled a nine anyways. So it's kind of like, it's a feeble attempt, like almost in his confusion, he doesn't know whether to go with it or not. And that halfway, uh, that half formed will makes him automatically fail. Awesome. Okay. And so I, does I he, turn... if he, if he is incapacitated, would you say he's like passed out? Yeah. He crumbles to the ground and he's out. Yeah. Okay. I, I turn back and I just, 
I look at Macbeth and I put, as I'm making eye contact, I put the antlers back down on the table. Very good, Reginald. Finish the job. Uh, okay, I need my notes really quick. Sorry, bear with me for a second. What is what is uh what is uh, Fagin doing during this? I'm just so curious. Are you, is Fagin just like watching this go down? I mean, I think so. Fagin is just standing and a little confused at what exactly is happening. Um, yeah, I think Fagin is just. I think Fagin's just trying not to draw any attention to himself. And You're like, go confused. ahead, kill him. <laughs> You're just like, hmm. Let's see where this goes, you guys. I'm I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's my thing. This is me as a player, nothing. I was like, there's moments like this where I think, I, like, oh, I could try this, but I just don't want to step on anyone's toes if they have a plan. Yeah, for and this sure. Is Aaron, this is definitely Aaron's moment, and so I want him to yeah. have that versus me doing something. Because it very, it'd be very easy for me as Vegan to just be like, oh, I wanted to kill him. Why are you giving him this job? And then start right. a fight or something to try to distract. But again, I don't want to. That's wanna... a good idea, too. Yeah, but that's your you were doing things. I that's the part of GD I find hard is when to be collaborative and when let someone just like do what they're planning. Yeah, that is hard. How do they not know that he's not dead already? He's breathing. Oh, okay. You can see him breathing. Seeing all this play out and how it's going to a very bad place. Um I just notice that they're all watching him. That they're they're like watching Gatsby's body on the ground, and I guess I notice also that he's kind of his his chest is heaving still, like he's breathing. And so I want to cast minor illusion mm-hmm. to make it look like he his chest heaves once more, taking a breath, and then like sinks, like as if it was his last breath, to try and make it look like he's dead. Um, I'm hoping that this spell minor illusion only lasts a minute, but if if it can only be a minute. Uh, and they stop looking at him, and they think he's dead already, then maybe they can proceed talking about other business and ignore the fact that he's actually still alive. Sure. Uh, With Minor Illusion, is it instantaneous, or do we have to pass a certain Uh, check, a DC, to be fooled? Okay, let me see. It's a good question. Uh, Okay, if a creature uses its action to examine the sound or image, the creature can determine that is an illusion... With a successful intelligence investigation check against your spell save DC. Okay. I'm going to have Macbeth uh, do that then. Um, Investigation against my spell save. He rolled an eight. Okay. Mine's 14. So I'm good. So he is fooled. He he looks and he's like, hmm. Okay. That was my wild magic search. That's good. (laughs) Never mind, Reginald. Seems you got the job done. Uh. Fagin, would you dispose of the body somewhere? Right away, boss. And then Fagin does like like under both arms to like drag Gatsby out and the whole time muttering, I wanted to kill him. I was really hoping I would get to do the job. I've really proven my leadership. <laughs> Where are you going with the body? <laughs> out of the room, back up the up the walkway, okay. out to the pier. And As then, you, yeah. then then I Fagin make, will uh, the does, does, does she, do you know? Do you notice me? Um, well, first Fagin will shout. Okay. I'm gonna take him. I'm. I'm gonna let him sleep with the fishes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now he's then, turned into like a New York mobster. <laughs> Fagin's been around, um, and so I'm pulling him out. I mean, I can. My whole thing is like 
Fagan's a small man. Penny's a small woman. She's not very strong. This pulling is going to be difficult, I imagine. So I think. Oh, yeah. You were just like going. Yeah. You're just going inches at a time and you barely make it a foot. um, And then you feel cold steel at your neck and Mm -hmm. twisting around. You see the butler with just fury in his eyes. Wait, Bertram or El- the El- Yeah, the you used the no, word Mr. steel. Mr. Butts. Was that no, not cold meant steel to be- is in a dagger. Okay, not cold yeah. steel is in my, the my body. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. So it's what seen- you doing there, mister? Just oh, no, this is to a body. Yes, that would be my... my yeah. <laughs> God, I don't <laughs> want to call my master. Yeah. I'm just putting that together. Yeah, that's his boss. Okay. <laughs> yes, that, that would be my boss. And since he not only pays me well, I refuse to let this go unchallenged. Since especially post-mortem, there are extra payments. So let's see how far this takes us. And he is going to swing at you. Wait, can I try to persuade before I get swung? Or can I, I'm going to dodge and try to persuade. But are you holding his Gatsby's yes. his body? How yes. much dodging can you do while you're holding his body? I mean, I can hold Gatsby up to get the. <laughs> you're gonna pull the body. You're not strong. A body up to. I mean, dodge I can like duck. It's if it's here. Okay. Like all right. That. All right. All right. But am I allowed to try, or do I just need to have a He's fight? He's going to swing. He's going to swing, and so we can count. If you're going to duck behind Gatsby's prone body, we can count that as coverage. So that's going to add to your AC. Great. Oh my God. How much? <laughs> Uh, he stabs his own or he kills his own uh, so we're gonna add one to your AC for that amount of coverage okay right so that is 19 versus AC oh you got oh, Shang well, told me 16 oh, so that God. landed yeah on so Gatsby. you're not able to enough no uh, you're not able to <laughs> <laughs> you're like um, I'm not killing Gatsby this way fair enough no you're, you're not quick enough in this case so he's able to and he's going to slash at your arm For three damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and I'm already a little bit low. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. you are? Oh, no. Um, take some damage in the bathroom. Fagin oh, goes, watch it, watch it. I'm not the one that did this to him. I'm trying to get him outside doing my job. Those blokes in there, they could probably hire you. They probably pay quite well to continue the work you've been doing. Don't attack the messenger. God, this is so painful to anyone listening to me doing this terrible voice. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You hear a set of footsteps come quickly towards you, and you see Uriah, blade drawn, mm-hmm. coming. Oh, my God. This is all falling Fagan, apart. do you need my assistance, or can you dispatch this servant on your own? I'm, my, my arms are a little bit full right now, Uriah. I'm doing a job. I can't do two jobs. I'm just one man. I just swear they've got to unionize us one of these days. This is the way they treat us workers. And then Fagan just tries to keep tugging Gatsby out the room, just trying to get out of there. Okay. And so you see these two men start to just grapple with one another. Uriah um, just- and Mr. Butts? Yeah, Uriah and Mr. Butts are just starting to go. And, and to your, like, surprise, Mr. Butts has some moves to him. He's an elf. There's a reason why Gatsby put probably so much faith in him in that. 
Um, and so this is going on just at the at the foot of the stairs. You, Aylin and Bertram, you see Penny and the guys of Fagin struggling to just drag Gatsby's just limp body up these steps. And then off to the side, you see these two men. You see Mr. Butts, who we have now called him that, and Uriah engaging in... in Really, this this sword fight. Okay. What do you yeah. do? Everything is going. There's no more trying to scheme and plan. This is going to. This is a shit show. This is going um, how I wanted it to. So there's so many lies and betrayals and people trying to pretend to be something and, and there's so many things interwoven. So I just want chaos to happen at this point. <laughs> I want everything to go nuts and maybe in that chaos. We can try and clean up the situation and figure out what's what. Um, so just kind of shrugging it and thinking to himself, eh, fuck it. I'm going to hurl a firebolt yes. at, the, <laughs> at the barrel of fireworks. Oh, my God. That's yes. going to kill us. <laughs> yes. We'll see. I'm AAC right now. I made hit points. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll heal you. <laughs> all the pieces of me first can i oh how about this uh am i able to like grab something could i possibly grab penelope tug her behind and also while as i hurl that pull her behind the stone to yes. duck so we're like Wait, ducking doesn't so she I'm, have like, a pulling. body in her hand and stuff to like well I mean, she's been strong. punched and stuff she's been punched and stuff i'm assuming that you're not still holding it as you've been punched and stuff i don't know <laughs> i was still holding him in my Shit. head Oh, okay. Well, then I, I still just stab. lunge you. I can, I can still just like pull you. And right. Gatsby. I can do a strength check him. if you I'm need me no to. Yes. Behind. Okay. Yeah. Do a do a strength check for me. Just to see if I can <laughs> sh- just strong. pull her. Like no. how much you're able to pull her. In. You can lift us both. I'm just a dainty little lady. An eight. In the guise of a dainty old man. No. I, mean, I guess she could choose to drop the body. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> so you, you see, Penny Bertram. You see all of a sudden just this familiar metal hand reach out from the darkness and just grab you and then you also see Bertram's face come out of it and with his other hand he casts uh, with out of his quill a, a bolt of fire headed towards the far corner oh, which, I, which I just realized I have to make a ranged attack for I could yeah. miss yeah, you, you I, could don't, miss. I, don't, I don't know why I assumed like this is just gonna happen Yeah, but with that you see him struggle to pull you and so you have you know just this, this quick moment there do you hold on to Gatsby or do you let go um this is a hard you say you have a job to do, but you, that job is to go kill this innocent person. Supposedly, but I'm not going to actually do that. I was going to take him outside and then like help revive him, him and hide him. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm trying to save his okay. life. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, so that's why I don't want to let him go. I, I'm just trying to make sure Penny wouldn't... I think Penny <clears throat> would maybe lose her grip a little bit, and then she'll, she would just be like... Or Fagin, Penny, would be like, No, we have to take him too. We have to take him outside. Um. And, and as you say here, that, won't understand, but also Bertram will understand. Mm-hmm. And as you're saying that, then, and you don't let go, um, you do not get coverage behind that boulder. And so, Bertram, go ahead and make your dex. Well, well, it wasn't good. It was a 12. That's enough to hit in that corner because of the parameters of the room. Yay. So the firebolt 
exits your quill, arcs across the room, over Macbeth's head, and then loops on down into this barrel, these barrels that are all labeled fireworks, and landing in one in the center, just half a beat goes, and then this cacophony of sound and light explodes through the room. Awen is in there. A lot Uh-oh. of people are in there. I'm going to need... I had to look up fireworks uh, to this, so I'm going to need uh, Awen yep. and Penny. You both need to make dexterity saving throws. Yeah. Fireworks, all fireworks. And then I will have Macbeth make one. That's a 10 for me. Macbeth rolled a 10. Oh, man, that's a 12 for me. Okay. Getting blasted up with the fireworks. So annoyed right now. So annoyed. <laughs> I mean, you're acting like you were going to be able to take Gatsby up there. You I were flanked was. by your You were flanked by Uriah and his butler, Uriah who was not going to let you. You did too. get stabbed by an elf. Oh, I took three damage. I was fine. <laughs> it's a flesh wound. All right. So here it's we go. Just here, a flesh let's do wound. some damage to you guys. How many? So you are going to take. Bye. <laughs> that's a lot of rolls. You are going to take nine fire damage. Oh, oh that's nothing. Okay. okay, that's not too And. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I regret everything. Oh. Seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, okay, okay. All of us are taking that? Yeah. I'm dead. I'm done. No, you're you're not down. You're you're just down. I mean, you're I'm, I'm at zero and you're now downed. you have to do death saving throws, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. You're at well zero. not yet. Yeah, so you'll be you'll Whoa. be eventually doing some death saving throws as I tell you to. So Wait, I who, collapsed so, underneath Gatsby's body. Yeah, let's let's on have, top. Let's have, you are on top of it. Yeah, you Kate, were paint a picture of what's happening and what's <laughs> happened to everybody else because it sounds oh like God, people, I didn't do. Hang on. It sounds like your people didn't save get some saves either. Yeah. Okay. Yes. None of the, uh, the so both Uriah and Macbeth do not save, uh, but the butler somehow does. Mister Butts, man, he is getting it. So they are both going to take the full damage, and then you see like. They're, they are both knocked over as well. Just like it just, one of them just explodes in Uriah's face and just he is knocked backward towards the open furnace and he just takes some extra fire damage because why the hell not? All right. Um, and Uriah is, is looking worse for wear. Not bloody though. And Macbeth is knocked over and prone, uh, but also not bloody. I would turn really quickly, just in this kind of chaos of what's happening, I would turn to the butler, butler to butler, and say, get your master out of here, go, get him to safety. Just trying to get bodies out of here, if he's able to like do that. He quickly nods and runs over to Gatsby and hefts him onto his shoulders and makes it, starts to make his way up the, up the stairs. And Macbeth struggles to his knees and seeing you, Bertram, for the first time. Hi. Who the hell are you and what are you doing here? How, what, what does this room look like? Is it just like, our fire, have the fireworks stopped? Is it just like covered in smoke now? Um, yeah, it, by it now look- it's just like you see smoke of it and it's starting to like just, it, it really, all the fireworks have finished going off that will. Gotcha. Um, so all the damage has been actively done. Uh, you, the, 
the large table towards the back is just charred. Like it is just like broken and splintered. Um, you, you see just little fires everywhere. Um, one of the casks of the, the cask of mead has broken open and his, and is oozing out. Um, and the other one that's unmarked is also, it's, it's like a dark viscous fluid is also flowing out of it, mixing in with the mead, um, and is running on the floor towards you. Um, and rising on his hands and knees, you just, you see just the battered form of Macbeth. So there's Macbeth I, and the... And Uriah. And Uriah, just those two. Mm-hmm. And, and Uriah's looking okay? They're, they're both alive. They're, they're battered, but they're battered. not bloodied. Like, they're, yeah, they're... Uriah's, like, actively on fire. <laughs> Sweet. And he's, like, working to put himself out. Uh, but you you do not see like they are still awake um, and they're although looking horrible, um, their eyes are both fixed on you, Bertram. Uh, I would pull out my pen and my book and say, yes, uh, I am George Wells and my readers would like to to know a few things. Things about the spotted hand. And as I do that. I cast, I cast sleep on <laughs> on him and uh, Uriah. Ooh, on two people. I'm okay. hoping to knock them out and to get them to a place where then we we can like regroup and like I'm trying to end the fight right now and try and while they're down to then take them to a different place where then we can ask some questions maybe. Immediately as you do that, Uh-oh. Macbeth rises onto his two feet and he waves his hand in front of him, and the ring on his hand glints in the fire, and he casts Counterspell. Oh no, that's not good. Roll initiative. Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, Moonbase, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. 
Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta, out.